AFLW is expanding to 18 teams for Season 7. So no matter what AFL club you support, it's time to get around it. All right, what's up, everybody? I'm Jono. You're listening to the pilot episode of Free Kick, the Fantasy W podcast. Now, last year, we were introduced to a brand new game by Selby Listier, uh, AFLW Fantasy. It was an absolute blast to play and a great way to learn more about the AFLW. Uh, it's just been announced that Selby's bringing it back for Season 7, and we cannot be more excited. Uh, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Liam and Mel. Say hello, guys. Woo! Hello! Uh, all three of us played AFLW Fantasy last year, and with a bit of luck on our side, managed to grab ourselves a top 100 placing each. But more than that, we learned so much about the game. We couldn't think of anything more fun than to share with you all more about this great game and talk through some various tips around how we like to play. To start with, why don't we just give you all a bit of background about how we came to this game and why. Liam, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? G'day everyone, uh, my name's Liam and the team name that I went with last season and I was known by was Emeritus Professors. I came to AFLW Fantasy via AFL M Fantasy, but before that I've played a lot of American fantasy sports, in particular NFL and basketball. In terms of coming specifically to AFLW, I think the big thing for me was I'd always wanted a reason to support and watch more AFLW, but being an Essendon supporter, it meant that there was never a team there that I could really latch my teeth into to watch games repetitively and be invested in each team. So when Selby announced he was doing AFLW fantasy, I'd been a big fan of the idea, but had never seen it executed. And I was 100% willing to just jump straight in. I really, outside of wanting to be interested in the game, I really didn't know a whole lot about the AFLW fantasy before last year. So the fantasy thing is what you're saying is what changed that for you. It sort of gave you that into the game. It was a reason to watch as many games as possible, to try and learn about as many players as possible. You really yeah. went like all or nothing, hey, because you hadn't been to a game of AFLW before you started playing fantasy. Uh, no, I, I'd never been to a game. I had watched them on TV, in particular when the finals were on. It was always something mm. to watch. But outside of that, I, yeah, I really was not a big consumer of AFLW. No, it's crazy to go from knowing uh, just a little bit about the game, but not not a whole lot, and then now being a fully bona fide supporter. And even better, even better this year. I'm now like across the league a lot more, and I'll have an Essendon team to support, and I know how elite our mids are going to be. Yeah, no, the Bombers are killing it in the VFLW at the finals at the moment. Absolutely. Speaking of finals, how good was having uh, the AFLW finals at the G? Yeah, fantastic to see him in the big stadium. Was uh, was great, and then and then over in in Adelaide as well, the Adelaide Oval there. It's good seeing the proper grounds. I actually um I was watching it from from overseas, and it was actually being broadcast in Canada at the time. It was kind of crazy oh, publicity. It was made crazy. it. <laughs> um, and I think you mentioned before, Liam, but just for the record, are you able to say your your team name and where you managed to finish up last season amongst the AFLW fantasy coaches? Yeah, so I went by the team name Emeritus Professors and I managed to finish third overall, um, all thanks to a, a Leah cutting tap in the last two minutes of the game meant that I got third spot by one point. <laughs> yeah, one, one point in the total points difference. Oh, God, it's one of the, the good finishes of the game. you got to love it. Mel, why don't you jump in and tell us a little bit about your AFLW experience? Uh, yeah, so kind of similar. I wasn't super into AFLW before playing fantasy. I had been to a game though, um, but I was never never really been into any sport as such uh, and definitely not into fantasy. Then when I saw kind of women's footy come along and a bit of a fantasy game with it, I was like, this is probably a bit of fun. 
I'm from WA, so I kind of loosely went for Frio in the men's and then moved over to supporting the Bombers when I moved to Victoria and had to get a Victorian team. But I've uh, kind of gone back to my roots with supporting Frio in the AFLW, which is actually very excited to announce what my team is named after. The, the best mid in the competition, Bowers, plays for Frio. And so my team from last season is Bowers down to me. And yeah, no. where, did you, where did you finish the season? Oh, yes. So my goal for the whole season was to finish top 100, which is ballsy coming into my first ever game of fantasy just before the last game at a home and way season, I was ranked 101st. So it was very nerve wracking watching that round go through. Uh, but luckily scraped through to 94th, which means I also get a hat <laughs> to complete this trio. Uh, yeah. So just hoping to get, get top 100 again this year. Yeah. Two of you had these real last minute finishes there, just trying to scrape oh, yeah. into the line. Yeah. <laughs> it was an intense last round for the both of us. <laughs> How about you, Jono? How did you get into AFLW fantasy? Well, very similar, I suppose. Um, For me, uh, FLW was, um, I suppose, put it like this. I've never seen The Godfather, but I know that (laughs) whenever I do, I'm going to love it. It's it's exactly my type of movie. It gets great reviews uh, from everyone that I know. It's just that it's like 10 hours long to watch the three movies. And I've always gone, you know, I've got to invest in it. It seems like way too much of an effort. And AFLW right. always seems similar. I love Aussie rules. I follow the, the Hawthorne Hawks um, AFLM team religiously. Um, great three-preet that we had a few years back. And, you know, I've got a lot of friends that keep telling me how great the AFLW is. So I guess it, it's just one of those things where I, I kind of needed that, that push to get into the game. Having last year in 2021, we got announced that Hawthorne was going to get an AFLW license in this coming season seven, and that there was AFLW fantasy. So that by the time uh, Hawks came in, you were an expert. Well, that's that's the plan. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how we go this year. <laughs> and so interestingly, like before we started playing fantasy, I'd been to one game. Liam's been to none. Had you been to any, Jono? I hadn't been to one. No, I think I've no. been to a, a couple of AFLW games, but nothing, nothing at the the national level. Last season, we would have gone to, what, five or six each? Yeah, and then probably watching that many on TV every weekend as well. It was, um, oh, yeah. yeah. There were periods where I was sitting down for six hours straight just watching three back-to-back games because they're so bite-sized, <laughs> nice two hours. And how many players do you reckon you could have named off the top of your head? Daisy Pierce. If you put me under a lot of pressure, I might have gotten to Aaron Phillips, but that was entirely it. I, I knew no one else, um, which is a little embarrassing. Because the comp's been around for six years now. Um, yeah. Definitely definitely come a long way from then. Not going to lie, I did Google AFLW players, saw Bowers. was like, oh, Freo, perfect. That's that's the team name for me. <laughs> did not <laughs> did not realise she was a gun at the time. <laughs> but I stand by my decision. Yeah, but it was such a thing, wasn't it? Just trying to, in that very first um, you know, week or so after the game was announced, and you're trying to go through and pick your team. Yeah. And you're trying to figure out, well, who are any of these people? I know what they're priced at, but it doesn't really doesn't mean anything to me and I don't know how I'm supposed to expect to, to figure out how good they are. Yeah, I did really like the autofill function, uh, just set up a team for me and then I can have a look at it. So hopefully they have that again this year. Um, oh, and Jono, what's your team name? Oh, yes. So my team name this coming season will be Odds and Stevens. Um, and last year it came 15th overall. In AFLM? AFLW. AFLW. Ah. I came uh, 16th in the AFLM last year. I had a very, very good last couple of seasons. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, other than just having a good ramble, what's the plan for the podcast? 
Yes. So the AFLW season seven is starting in just over a month now, uh, and we're very excited. So if you're keen to sign up for AFLW Fantasy and coach your own team of players, you can go to aflwfantasy.com.au and you can register your team for the upcoming season anytime now. Yeah, awesome. So what's the first step when we make our team? When you first start building your team, you'll be buying players from your starting squad from starting budget equivalent to the AFLW teams themselves, uh, which just, by the way, has gone up like 94% over the off-season. Huge and also so necessary, right? Because if minimum wage in Australia is like averages out to about 40 grand a year, players were getting a max of 37 grand. In yeah. season six or something like that, which is yeah, sounds about right. now gone up to a minimum of 39 and a max of 72, which sounds much, much better. But AFLM average is five times that for the salary. So it's a big know. step in the right direction. But anyway, choosing your starting squad, um, this is where we felt very lost last season. So who are the best fantasy players? What type of players do we want on our side? And how do you even start figuring this all out? We went through this last year and we thought this is what we want to put out in a few podcasts just to help people have a little bit of guidance on how to start going through this process. Yeah, so after we do that, we'll be talking a little bit about each of the teams in the competition. So for the 14 existing teams, we'll be having a little chat through who are the most fantasy relevant players. And then for the four expansion teams, so Essendon, Hawthorne, Port Adelaide and Sydney, probably have a bit of a deeper conversation because there's just so much we don't know about these teams. This will be a real guessing game. Conversation. <laughs> From there, we're planning to do a breakdown position by position, defender, midfield, ruck and forward, and talking about who are going to be the most fantasy relevant players at each of those lines. Mm. Hopefully, the Marrera's Magic AFLW fantasy game has an auto-pick feature, which tries to create a base team that has players at different price points. Coming into last season, Jono and I were desperately trying to find any resources possible and auto-pick was massively important. Mm. What about me? <laughs> was I not looking then, for resources? No, no. Oh, you, you, you'd you, been to a game before. You knew you'd everything. You'd been to a game. You were the knowledgeable <laughs> one. <laughs> Definitely. We just ran into disaster after disaster. Um, didn't we? I think we had uh, Ashley Brazil in our teams in round one. Ash Brazil not only wasn't playing in round one, she couldn't be playing at all because she was in London playing for the Diamonds. Hard yeah. to be at Victoria Park on a Saturday afternoon when you're playing national netball. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, that might do us for our first episode of Free Kick, the Fantasy W podcast. You can find us wherever you normally listen to podcasts. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram if you want to follow us at Free Kick, the Fantasy W podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at LMTom1. I'm on Twitter as hi underscore mel underscore d and Instagram as hi dot mel dot d. My handle is at odds and stevens. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. See ya.